Good morning. Welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. Uh, if you hear some, uh, for you audio engineers, if you hear my hotel room air conditioning clinking in the background, that's what it is. So don't overthink it. So um, like I said, good morning. No real announcements this week. Um, got a high impact region on the call today. And so we're, um, we're just going to jump right into it. And so um, these are the guys from St. Louis. And as GMO texted me early on when we started talking about this GrowRuck schedule, he said um, St. Louis is going to have no problem filling out or breaking the record for um, at least roster participants. I'm hoping it's for finishers also. Um, and so St. Louis's GrowRuck is next week, and I uh, got a couple of the high-impact men from that region on to uh, talk St. Louis, but also talk about an upcoming event they have. So let's start with the easy stuff first. Lube, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Um, I joined F3 March 6th of last year, uh, right before the lockdown. I got about a weekend before we were first forced to go virtual. Um, I'd been EH'd by, by Rhonda, who's joining me this morning. Um, He'd been bugging me for well over a year, uh, and it finally, finally bit. Um, yeah, so thanks, yeah. Rhonda. Yeah, so a couple <laughs> shout-outs. Shout-out shout out to Rhonda. I also um, particularly love your name because it's not necessarily um, a name that you, you, know, you would hear somebody call out in church, but it's safe enough that somebody could call you out in church. Um, you want to do the quick backstory on how you got to lose in COT? Because whoever... whoever Whoever did this one, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do a, tea, a Friday tea clap on that. But who, uh, who actually – give us the story behind your name. You know what? No one, no one will claim it, actually. Um, but, yeah, I, I sell steel pipe for a living, and somebody quickly said, uh, you mean like plumbing pipe? And someone yelled out, how about lube? And it, and it stuck. Um, so there is no – there's no, no real story behind it. But I hated it, and now I love it. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give uh, whoever was in COT that morning. Yeah, because pipe, lube, um, I'm sure everybody's mind's going uh, exactly where mine just went. And so I, uh, I love it. I, uh, I think it's a great name. Uh, and I do like it that it is a safe name. You could say yeah. it in church, but if somebody's I've heard it yelled across spot, parking lots. Of, yeah, I've heard it yelled across ball fields and parking lots. And, yeah, it's, it's always fun. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Great name. Okay, Rhonda, you get credit for this guy, but uh, who EH'd you? Who, how long have you been doing F3? Uh, I was EH'd by Patino. He's like one of the godfathers around here. And uh, I just kept seeing him get leaner and leaner at church, and I, I just kept bugging him. I'm like, okay, I'm in. What are you doing? And uh, and that's how it happened. And that happened in – I first posted in February of 2019. Um and uh, the first beatdown I attended was one where they had a local news channel there that was just filming about us. And I remember just really being perplexed. I'm like, what did I just get into? I mean, there's a film crew here, and um, I can barely breathe. And so, yeah. And then at the end, they saddled me up with the name Rhonda. Yeah, which... Um Normally in F3, if you get a girl's name, um, it means you did okay at your first workout. Because normally if you struggle through the first workout, you don't get a girl's name. 
Um, but I don't know if we want got a backstory on your name because I, uh, I actually both you guys got really solid names. So who's ever uh, whoever started the naming in St. Louis, you guys both have solid names. So let, let's hear the backstory on Rhonda. Yeah, so I, I wrestled in high, in high school, dabbled in college. Uh, how I met Lube was I was his son's wrestling coach, um, and so I no one told me I was going to get named either. I was still fired up, so they just sent me in the middle of a circle. And they said, hey, you still like to wrestle? And I just thought we were just going to throw down. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll wrestle right now. And uh, <laughs> so they're like, no, 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 let's just call you Ronda Rousey. They had just named oh. someone Ham right before me for Mia Ham. And uh, that person hasn't showed up again, so that name's up for grabs. <laughs> and um, I, got, I got two things to shout out right now. I, I also thought it was going to be like Fight Club. Um, and so I think when we EH guys, we still got to do a better job because guys like you and I are, are used to, uh, you know, I did bull in the ring every day for five years because um, that's what Marines do after chow, right? We basically beat the snot out of each other every night or we basically wrestle. So you get in the end and you put me in the circle. I'm thinking that, like, it's going to be we're going to wrestle until I, until I lose, right? Because that's <laughs> what I'm used to playing. So I think everybody needs to understand Every man comes into that circle with a little bit different perspective. So, both uh, you know, both you guys got great naming stories and, and quality names. So, shout out to whoever those guys were in COT uh, getting after it. So it's great. To we have used, both we used to tell we used to tell FNGs that they'd have to pull their pants down when they get in the circle for naming until someone actually did it, and then we stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. You never know what a guy's going to show up with, and and you don't want to see that. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's awesome. Here, let me, let me tell you that again. I love that you guys, it sounds like the culture in St. Louis is going great. So let's start with the easy stuff first. How, do you guys know where the number is right now on number of men signed up um, for Grow Ruck? I know you guys broke 150, right? Yeah, we, we're just over 150. Um, here's what we do know. We know some of those are only going to be able to attend the King Builder and the Rally. Um, some have conflicts uh, for that evening. So we're hoping to get a handful more so that we have 150 finishers. The other number that we're, uh, we're pushing for internally is we're hoping to potentially eclipse 100 finishers with just St. Louis packs. Um, and we're there right now. So oh, we're, pretty, awesome. we're pretty pumped. That is great. And so... I guess why don't you, um, Rhonda, why don't you just take it from here, and why don't you tell everybody, so uh, GMO has been on, on the podcast before, and I know a few other guys from your region, but I don't know if everybody across the country knows how, like, F3 is on fire in your guys' region, and I, maybe you could just kind of catch the uh, listeners up, because COVID actually accelerated you guys, and so maybe you can catch everybody up because I know you've split and all this other stuff. Why don't you, why don't you take it from there and, and just kind of catch the listeners up on what's going on in St. Louis? Yes, sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, it's it's humbling. It's in, it's just invigorating all at once. I mean, it's just a, a mix of emotions what's happening in St. Louis. And um, as noted earlier when I jumped on, um, I, I followed GMO at Lantan and actually resisted that for a couple months because those are enormous shoes to follow. Um, but 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 we are 
just exploding right now. And the, the root of it is we have men who are locked in on our mission. They've experienced the changes physically. They've experienced what it means to not be left behind and, more importantly, to not be left how they were found. Uh, and these men were, have been impacted and are modeling that across all our AOs. And uh, they, are, they are pushing all the new folks to fall in line in, in that kind of mentality. And, I mean, they call it dynamite for a reason. Like, it, it's explosive. When, when a man starts to live for more than just himself, um, he's seen the changes physically. He starts to push his brother in the gloom. Um, he starts to enjoy that shared suffering and the bond that's built there. And then he starts to want changes. Um, that man impacts dozens of, of lives around him. And, and that's that explosiveness that we're experiencing right now. And so, yeah, it's when we hit the pandemic, it was roughly around when GMO took over his Nantan, and then he wrestled me into the first F role, and it's exactly what men wanted. Um, they, they were looking for more, and we had just that. And so we actually shut down one of the AOs, so we went from five to four, um, and then, I mean, we just sprinted to 20. We, we put Lube as a cube expansion here in St. Louis, and that man drinks rocket fuel for breakfast, um, and so I, I assigned a first FQ and these two, I need to, I need to have a film crew following them and their conversations. Cause one is sprinting. The other one's very analytical and it's a fantastic combination. Um, but yeah, C-SPAN right now you have a region where at each AO we've really worked hard to establish a site queue. Um, that's going to model this leave no man behind, leave no man where you found him approach. Um, they live it. They breathe it. Uh, they model it fantastically. And it is, it is, it's, it's what men want. And they want more. Yeah, and so um, and I'm kind of the, I got a little bit of that weird analytical side to me. So I worked out with you guys a bunch during COVID uh, virtually. And so why don't you just kind of talk a little bit about rough numbers because I know you just split. And so maybe you can catch the listeners up uh, for all those geography guys, kind of help us understand where the split is and then kind of like what the two groups ended up being and how, how large each group is now. Yeah, so just overall rough numbers, going back 10 months, we were averaging just over 110 unique packs um, per month. Uh, working out, and as of June, that number it was about 412 unique packs um, members working out across our regions. And so, what became pretty apparent to me when I was still the first FQ is I, it was my job to pour into the site queues. I, I wanted to understand where they were with their G3L. I wanted to understand where they were with their Concentrica, and that became harder and harder for me to do and also to keep a pulse of, of how the energy and the culture was at each AO. And, and as I was experiencing that, GMO was experiencing that on a larger level and we just realized we, we have to launch a few regions. And so St. Charles 
if you're familiar with St. Louis, I mean, it's roughly, what, Lou, like 30 minutes um, outside of downtown St. Louis. Um, and yeah, it's, a, it's have, a county west of St. Louis. County. Right. And then, yeah. and then we have Washington, Missouri, um, which is a few counties over west of St. Louis. And it just made sense. We had some solid hymns, and they had a solid core uh, to launch those. And roughly uh, a month ago, we launched those two into their own regions, and they, they're they exploding with growth. Um, and it's been fantastic. And, and we just haven't lost um, a step over here in Candidly. It'll be – we will probably have to launch a, another – region from St. Louis soon enough because the growth, um, the growth demands um, that we have another SLT really just owning some of the, some of the stuff that's happening south of here. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, you know, like, like you mentioned, we had what five AOs um, last March when the lockdown happened and uh, St. Charles, as they broke off last month, they had now five of their own AOs. So they've grown quite a bit out there, and it just it just made sense to to kind of give them some ownership, and it allows us to focus on new new St. Louis County locations. We actually have um, the two weeks after Grow Ruck, we have five new AOs planned um, across the St. Louis area. That's awesome. I, I and I'm just going to tell you, you know, getting to getting to know you guys a little bit during. Um, lockdown and virtual when everybody's doing stuff virtual um, and then just seeing the growth now. And then um, I have this feeling, uh, being somebody who's been through a grow ruck, uh, coming out of grow ruck, I'm expecting things to really, um, if it's, I'm expecting a forest. If, if you've got the candle lit now, I expect a forest fire after grow ruck because I feel like everybody's going to be on fire um, just after going through that. So. Really cool. Rhonda, anything else you want to throw out at the packs for the listeners to catch up? I, um, I appreciate that you kind of gave the secret sauce there, which is great side cues and knowing the packs and pushing the packs. I think um, I love that you kind, of, you kind of gave the secret sauce up first, which is, hey, we're not doing anything different than anybody else should be. What you should be doing is getting involved with men and pushing them, and they'll keep showing back up and bringing their friends. So anything else you want to add there, Rhonda? Uh, well, yeah, so uh, I'm on the Nantan channel for the nation, and it's funny, I've, I've had a conversation with a few folks, and they're like, hey, how'd you do it? And I, you just hit on it. it. If you look at our evolution from Nantan's, uh, you had Sheldon who planted F3 here with the help from the nation, and that was a really rough season, he'll tell you. I mean, he said to persevere. And then you had GMO who put in a ton of structure, um, and it was the right leader for the right moment. And where we're at now is we are just executing the model, and our, our goal is to create as many leadership opportunities as possible for these men. This is a leadership training program, and so all the site cues knew this. When I was the first FQ, I, I wanted them to train themselves out of a role. I wanted them to have folks that they were training to be site cues um, in the wings, and we approach the we, we approach it the same way in the SLT, and we're creating these leadership roles. And it's amazing what happens when a man steps in and starts to lead. Um, and so 
In addition to that secret sauce, the other thing we're looking to do is just create as many opportunities and as many roles for men to step up um, and lead. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, now, uh, listeners, we're going to tell you we're going to transition because as we talk about leadership and putting, you know, setting guys on fire and then putting them in motion, uh, what we're going to talk about next, if um, in the show notes there's going to be a link to a video, which is probably one of the best hype videos I've seen um, because it kind of covers what these guys, uh, their D2X, they're using their D2X to get behind um, something in their community that is, is, is terrible, and these guys have been, uh, if you listened to a year ago, they were on. What they've done is they've, it's lit in a fire in these guys' hearts to make a difference in their community where they know they have a problem. And so, Lube, I'm just going to let you set the table on kind of how this started and how you guys made this connection and then what you guys' event is. So I'll hand it back to you. All right. So this all, this all started out of a um, conversation some of us had. Um, we were doing a a weekly, I'll call it a, a devotional, um, you know, post beatdown discussion. And I'd, I'd read this devotional that um, was basically a challenge to, to live out the word, not just study it. And so I kind of brought that to this group. And, and from there, you know, this conversation kind of went into like, you know, we've got this group of men. Um, we talk about how we want to impact our communities, but we weren't really doing anything. We weren't really you know, do anything outside of just inviting men in and making them better. We weren't, we weren't using this, this, this group to, uh, to really ro- roll out into our communities and, and roll up our sleeves. So um, that's how that conversation started. And, um, you know, we started, started kind of slow with some pretty basic, you know, canned food drives and, and a backpack drive and things like that. Um, but a couple of days after that conversation, I, I got a, a call from a young man who, uh, who works for, or who works for a um, an organization here in town that takes in underage victims of of sex trafficking? And my wife and I have known about this organization for a while. You know, I, I was raised some money doing some of their 5K events, um, but that was pretty much the extent of of my involvement. Um, he was under the impression that I helped organize the 5Ks in the past, which was far from the truth. Um, you know, when I read Free to Lead, um, you know, the, the, the check stroker mentality, that was, that was certainly me prior to F3. Um, so when he, he reached out to me, it was, um, you know, something that I kind of wanted to, I think it was good timing because I was just in my mind thinking, what, how, do we, how do we do something impactful, right? And so it was an easy EH. I told him to come out to a beatdown, and he showed up a few days later. Um, he is now now known as mother-in-law, um, but yeah, we started the conversation with you know a, a virtual 5K, um, which really the more we talked about it, and, and and there were a bunch of packs that were involved that you know we we were trying to figure out what we can do more to bring in not just runners but uh, guys that were rucking, um, cyclists, swimmers, whatever, and so what what we developed was we didn't want just a, a you know, a couple hour event, it ended up being a, a week long virtual event. And we set a target of hitting 10,000 combined miles, uh, which at the time seemed pretty lofty. Um, but after, you know, nine weeks, um, we set a date and nine weeks later, we had 470 participants. Um, 
and those were across you know 25 states. Uh, we had PACs from all over the U.S. joining us. Uh, we ended up logging over 12,000 miles. Um, we ended up raising more than $70,000 for the covering house, and yeah, it was uh, it was it was a pretty fun event, and and pretty proud of what we what we did in, in a kind of a short period of time. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to jump in there. First of all, another solid name in mother-in-law. I don't know what his story was in CSU, but I love mother, mother-in-law is another solid name. The other thing I love about your guys' event is basically you, you include all, um, as Winnebago and I like to call it, all modes of transportation uh, because right. we do have a lot of guys who um, get a lot of miles on their bike. We've got all these guys swimming and training for tries. Um, running, rocking, all these guys doing all this different stuff. And I hate when we do events where we kind of exclude people because we're about yeah. being an inclusive group. Um, so I love that you guys brought everybody. So also, um, you know, sex trafficking and the, and the kids that are um, impacted by that, obviously this is a great charity. I hate that we live in a world where we have kids that are going through this. I do love the fact mm-hmm. that you guys are inspired by it and, trying to make a difference. And so I'm going to hand it back to you, but uh, what else do you want to tell the, the listeners? Yeah, you know, I, I, I've known about this organization for a while, so I've, I've, I've known personally, you know, some of the statistics. You know, last year it kind of brought me out of my comfort zone. I started having a lot of conversations with people, um, you know, whether it was running to, you know, bike shops all over town, trying to get participants involved and donations and things like that. But the more you talk to people and the more you realize, like, no one really is aware. Either they don't want to be aware or they're just not aware that it's a, a problem in, in our community in St. Louis. Um, but if you look at the numbers, you know, St. Louis is, you know, pretty high up on the list, which is, which is not great. Um, but if it's a problem in St. Louis, it's a problem in, in every single city. If you're listening right now, it's a problem in your backyard. Um, so it's, it, it's not just about, F3 St. Louis. It's not just about the covering house. Um, it is. It is everywhere, and that's and that's what we have to figure out as um, you know as, as F3 Nation, not just um, not just F3 St. Louis. Can I just add, C-SPAN? It really was the spark um, for our region last year. Um, that a lot of folks rallied around. Um, this third F activity, and, and I, I do think it ignited something, and it was a big part of our explosive growth because all our AOs were united behind this mission as opposed to how we typically do it where each AO might have, you know, their own second F event, and so um, Mother-in-law and Lou did a, an awesome job, and we're a catalyst in this growth. The other thing I'll, I'll share, and it's humorous to me, this man you're talking to really was on fire about sharing this activity to the point that he created business cards. And my man and I would go out rocking and he would pivot when someone was running with their own headphones in across the street, flag them down and to, to hear that conversation from a distance where all you heard was, can I talk to you? That person's sweating. He's sweating. And then you heard sex trafficking, and it was like 50-50 how that individual was going to react to that. <laughs> it was a great moment, and uh, I really appreciated what it did to, for our region. 
I had a few people run run faster. <laughs> and I'm going to say Pete claps for sharing that because I think this is um, – I, I hate the, the broken world we live in, um, but I do uh, – you know, I, I love hearing stories where guys get their hearts on fire and they want to make a difference, even to the point that you'll stop somebody when they're running just to have a quick chat about sex trafficking. Um, you know, I, I, I love – when men are on fire and, and willing to take that chance. So um, I hate the broken world we live in. So yeah. let's, uh, let's, one, talk, one let's the, talk to the listeners about – yep, go ahead. I was going to say one, one of the stats that always catches people's attention when you start talking about, like, the age of some of the victims, um, you know, the covering house is, is what we know, right? So, so the statistics that, that they kind of share with us um, – you know, irrelevant to, to here in St. Louis, but I assume it's everywhere. The, the average victim that, that they take in to their, uh, to their home where they, you know, help rehabilitate these girls um, is, is 14. And, and that, that number alone is terrible. But if you think about the fact that the average girl in that industry is in it for about two years before they're rescued, that brings that number down to, to 12. Um, and that's the, you know, that's the average. There's some that are younger. There's some, you know, there's some that they've been involved in, in training programs in, inside elementary schools to try to help educate teachers on what to look for. Um, so when you start talking those kind of numbers, that, is, that gets me fired up. Um, I, have two gir- I have two girls. Uh, my oldest is 14. So, um, yeah, that, that, that alone uh, fuels me to to do this and, and more. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's, that number's mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk to the listeners. Let's talk about the event. How do they get signed up? What do they need to do? How do I track my miles? Uh, let's talk about all that stuff. Yes, we used a, um, a website called runsignup.com last year, and, and we're using it again this year. Uh, for anyone trying to organize an event, uh, it's it's a really easy to use format, um, really easy plug and play. Um, the event's going to be a week long. Uh, we're, we're calling it a virtual event because we want anybody and everybody to join us. Uh, we had a 95 year old lady from Maine join us last year, um, and we want everybody to join us again. But we're going to have a lot more in person events here in St. Louis as well. Um, you know, group rocks and things that we couldn't exactly do uh, legally last year. Um, our, our goal this year is to hit 24,901 miles. And that sounds obviously like a, an odd number, but that's the, the, the circumference of the world. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a lot of miles. It's twice as many as we, uh, as we did last year, but we've also grown quite a bit. So we feel like, you know, it's a lofty goal, but, uh, we've got the packs behind us to, to do it. And, um, and we've had a lot more time to plan it. So, um, but yeah, you can go to runsignup.com backslash tch. That's the the event site, and you'll find some more information there. Um, yeah, there's we'll, opportunities uh, yeah. to. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, and we'll make sure we have that link in the show notes. And so, if you're driving right now or whatever, uh, it'll be in the show notes when you get stopped. Keep going. Perfect. Um, I just scored a bottle of uh, 12-year Pappy Van Winkle. Um, we got one of those last year and gave it to the top fundraiser, which was uh, Brady Bunch here in St. Louis. 
he edged out GMO and Frozone at the last last hour. Um, but that, that bottle brought in probably $10,000 from a couple guys chasing it. So I'm excited to, uh, to throw that out there um, as, our, as our top fundraising prize. Um, yeah, we'll have some other, other fun giveaways as well. And we also have an event shirt that is on the uh, Mud Gear website as well. So you can find that there. Excellent. It sounds like a, a fun event. And so um, just help me with the dates again because, you know, I'm one of those guys I, I need to hear it like three times before I remember it. Give me the <laughs> dates again. August 22nd to the 28th. 22nd through the 28th. So nobody has any mm -hmm. excuses. 22nd through the 28th, we should make the, everybody should be able to make that work. And if you're a first FQ, a Nantian, a Weasel Shaker, some guy who runs a ridiculous AO or just uh, – you know, somebody who likes to organize fun stuff. It would be pretty cool if uh, all those dates you uh, kind of think in this like uh, seesaw app that you got to show up every day, maybe figure out uh, how to do some uh, extra mileage during that, that time window. Uh, we could, guys will get creative. And so if you're really yeah, creative, uh, you know, make sure you tag the roundtable or, um, you know, you can tag C-SPAN up three or whatever, and I'll help retweet it um, and get it out there. So, yeah, and I, Guys, I'm, I'm sure most of the packs have okay. heard. Uh, I'm sure most of the packs have heard about the um, the F3 Nations initiative uh, to to help raise awareness of um, the international justice mission and the end at Ruck uh, that they're that they're doing between now and and October. Um, so if you guys aren't aware of that, um, enditruck.com um, is the the event site, which is. Somewhat similar, it's logging rucking miles um, between now and then. And if you don't know what International Justice Mission does, it's, it's important work that, that uh, lawyers are doing all around the world to help um, people in, stuck in, in slavery and, and help free them and, and fight for them in, in the international courts. Roger that. Excellent work there, too. No. All right, gentlemen. And, I, and I love and I love to throw one more thing out there. I mean, I, you yeah. know, the Covering House is a St. Louis organization. Obviously, you know, if you're in California, New York, maybe maybe that doesn't tug at your heartstrings. But you know, there are organizations in your neighborhoods, in your cities that that do the exact same thing that that help fight sex trafficking, that help take in victims of sex trafficking. I I, I would love to eventually grow this into. You know, maybe we do the same week and we do, we do a similar event and, and across the nation, we're pouring into our own communities and we're, you know, investing in, in organizations like the Covering House in, in cities across the U.S. Because, um, again, it's, the Covering House can only do so much, right? F3 St. Louis can only do so much. But what if, what if F3 Dallas and Chicago and, and all these other regions jumped in and said, you know what, we're going to do the same thing in our backyards. And next thing you know, we're impacting everywhere that's that's why i'm on here today is is not just to invite people in to join us in august but man i, I challenge you guys to, to to maybe see what what you can do with your packs to uh to jump into this and, and help push back this darkness everywhere awesome and i um yeah i'm just going to give you one loud amen i uh I went to a, my church and when I was going to church in Charlotte uh, before I moved to Philly, they did a special on sex trafficking. And so I'll, I'm a guy who's been in logistics the majority of my career. Um, mm -hmm. Anybody who's on a truck route 
So the Charlottes, the Atlantas, the St. Louis, the Denver. Uh, if you're on a truck route and you've got a big interstate going through, you can just consider your town a sex trafficking town because the same yeah. interstate system that we do logistics with, uh, these guys are using uh, to, to traffic um, kids. So there's a, there's a way for everybody to get involved because we know it's a, it's a nationwide, it's a, it's a world problem, but we know in the United States it's a, that they have customers, um, and so it's a commodity that, that it's getting exploited. So, gents, we're, we're getting on top of our time. Let me uh, let me give you guys uh, closing words. So, Lube, why don't you go first? What do you what do you want to tell the packs? What are your final words, final thoughts for today? So, one one last thing I want to throw out there. We part part of the problem is men want to get involved. They want to help, and, but don't know how. And that's that's a common response that people get fired up. And and a lot of these organizations, you know, they have victims that need help, but but men just can't go in and and help. That that's a really difficult situation for these victims. So so trying to figure out ways to help is 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 challenging. Um, I, I'm starting along with some other St. Louis PACs and 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 the the guy that runs our men's ministry at our church are partnering with the Covering House to try to develop um, sort of a, an informational um, platform uh, to roll out to not just our men's ministry, but to men's groups anywhere. This isn't a church thing. This isn't. Um, and so we're going to start actually next Thursday having these uh, lunchtime uh, Zoom calls to, to kind of present more information about sex trafficking in general and, and what the problem is exactly, where it is, how to how to look out for certain things, and so um, this is really open to anybody. So uh, I'd love for guys to to join us. We're gonna have a series of them um, starting next Thursday. Every two weeks, um, we, we're putting three on the calendar for now. But those are going to then um, move into other conversations about about how how we can help um, in in unique ways because everybody has different talents. And um, so I'd love for for guys to join us and. Um, you know, see see where where we can have the conversation, where where the conversation can go. Awesome. All right, Rhonda, you still there? What are your final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, any words of wisdom for us? Final thoughts, words of wisdom for this week. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, one, thanks for having us on, and and for every man listening, my hope is that um, this sparks something deep inside you. I, I think C-SPAN, you're right. Um, to me, there's nothing more moving and touching than seeing a man who, who is moved um, to the point where they want to make changes. Um, that man can influence dozens of lives around him. And, and what we talk about here in St. Louis is we, we can change this entire state. Um, and and we, we are just on fire for that mission. Um, and I, I hope that ignited something in someone out here and uh, and if it did, take action. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Amen on that. That was you guys are solid. <laughs> Lou, <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, one one other favor. If you could just drop your contact. What is your Twitter handle, or, or how do guys get a hold of you? You got an email or something you want to share? Because I feel like um, we probably we probably fired a lot of guys up today. Yeah, you know I I, I don't use Twitter. I'm on. I'm on it just for the F3 St. Louis Twitter handle, but um, my email is Russell 
R-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-M, so Russell, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-M at gmail.com. Uh, I'm also on the Nation Slack channel. I'm the one and only Lube, I believe. Uh, so you can DM me through there as well. Perfect. Gents, um, good luck next week at uh, Grow Rocket, but uh, obviously I'm uh, glad to have you guys on the on the podcast or the call or whatever it is. Um, but I, I'm just, uh, you guys are inspiring. And I um, keep up the good work, keep getting after it. And for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. See you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you.